0: Good morning and happy Mother's Day. My name's Thad Lanthrop. I'm the executive pastor here at CIV, and having a day set aside to celebrate mothers is really a good thing. Exodus twenty twelve says, Honor your father and your mother, that your days may be long in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. And later on in the Bible in the New Testament, Ephesians two and three quotes us. It says, Honor your father and mother. This is The first commandment with a promise, that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. God wants us to honor our parents, and there's a promise with that of long life. Something that I really enjoy around Mother's Day is taking a look at the Mother's Day memes that come out that humorously highlight the role that moms play in the life of their household and their kids. Take a look at this one. It says, trying to scrub dried rice krispies out of a bowl. Got to use some sort of a saw to get those things off of there. This next one is hilarious as well. I've never wrestled a bear, but I have pulled a splinter from a two-year-old's finger. Or take a look at this one that highlights how busy moms are. The closest I can get to a spa day. Getting a little exfoliation from opening the dishwasher and the steam hitting your face. And then some days for moms feel like this. When someone asks how your day was, it feels like crawling through the mud just to get through the day. These meme- memes are fun and they somewhat honor moms in a humorous way. But what we want to do today is we want to honor Moms on Mother's Day by highlighting the things that they do that have a lasting impact on the people around them. Now, in our broken and fallen world, I also know that this can be a difficult day for some. For some, it's a reminder of somebody who's not around anymore, um, or something else that could be going on that just makes Mother's Day difficult. So, whatever the reason may be, I want to just stop and pray for those who are struggling with some grief this Mother's Day, before we go on and continue to honor moms. Would you pray with me? God, I just pray that you would draw near to those moms uh, or people that are really just having a hard time today. You say that you'll draw near to the brokenhearted. I ask that you would do that. You would comfort them. And help, uh, just to, to be there for people who are having a hard day today. And I pray that you would comfort them in a way that they could turn around and, and have a good day on Mother's Day, even though it's, it's difficult for them. Uh, we ask for your help to do this. In Jesus' name, amen. We're currently in the middle of a message series that we're calling the usual suspects, where we're taking a look at the five fool types that you find in the Bible. Today we're going to take a pause from looking at those five fool stuff, fool types because today would have been Nefarious Ned, which is the predatory way fool. Um, and my mama didn't raise no fool. So that's not a good Mother's Day message. <laughs> and so we're going to instead pause from that. We'll look at Nefarious Ned next week. And we're going to look at the flip side of folly this morning. We're going to look at the profile of a wise woman that's found in Proverbs 31. So let's take a look at this profile and honor the moms that are in our life while we do it. Something to keep in mind as we look at just Proverbs as a whole is that the is to look at the intended audience. So throughout the entire book there's statements that are made to my son and the topics that are covered are, are very um, much instructions for a young man. Now, this doesn't mean that if you're not a young man, you just tune it out. If you're a woman or a girl or an older man, you just don't listen to that. doesn't mean that at all. But knowing that the intended audience was younger men is, is helpful as we read it and learn how to apply it to our lives. So let's take a look at Proverbs 31. It starts out by saying, The words of King Lemuel an oracle that his mother taught him. Now, it's unclear exactly who King Lemuel is in history. There's some evidence that suggests that he was from Massa, which was a North Arabian tribe, North Arabian tribe. But we do know that he was a king, and leading a nation or a tribe with It comes with a tremendous amount of responsibility. And the verses that follow are his mom. It's instruction that his mom gave him growing up that he's written down, and he's passing that instruction on. So look at what he learned from her. It says, What are you doing, my son? What are you doing, son of my womb? What are you doing, son of my vows? These words are communicating that His mother had a tremendous amount of love for him. Son of my womb, that's a term of endearment. And son of my vows, that's a a term that signifies like, I prayed for you, my son. The instruction that King Lemuel received from his mom was loving. And look what she said. She was very straightforward. Do not give your strength to women. Your ways to those who destroy kings. It is not for kings, O Lemuel. It is not for kings to drink wine or for rulers to take strong drink, lest they drink and forget what they have decreed and pervert the rights of all the afflicted. Give strong drink to the one who is perishing and wine to those in bitter distress. Let them drink and forget their poverty, and remember their misery no more. Open your mouth for the mute, for the rights of all who are destitute. Open your mouth, judge righteously, defend the rights of the poor and the needy. Now, the New American Commentary has a great quote that summarizes what is going on right here. It says, With remarkable conciseness, the mother of Lemuel describes the moral requirements of good government. These lessons are simply put, do not use your authority as a means of debauchery. Keep your head clear from the stupefying effects of alcohol and use your power to help the powerless. Now on the handout that uh, you can access on the sermon notes tab, um, I have summarized those uh, three points. King Lemuel's mom is helping him to see the needs, to see that he needs to use his power to serve the people he's leading, not to serve himself. And that's what moms do. They prepare their kids to be able to handle life's responsibilities and what's coming. One of the ways that my mom prepared me for responsibilities was how she taught me to do things with excellence. Now, I didn't appreciate it all the time. Actually, most of the time I didn't appreciate it because it usually meant I needed to redo things or things took a longer time to complete than I thought. My thought was, hey, good enough. I'm done. But she would would work with me and help me to complete things with excellence. She taught me through conversations, and just through her example. I remember one time learning how to vacuum the house, and I just kind of went around the furniture instead of going under the furniture, and she took the time to say, Thad, here's what you need to do to vacuum the right way with excellence. You move the furniture, you vacuum under it, and then you move it back. Again, I didn't appreciate it at the time, but now I appreciate it because taking care of things the right way, it makes them last longer and it just makes a cleaner and a nicer place to live. I want to encourage everybody to think about something that you appreciate that your mom has instructed you. Write it down and thank your mom for how she taught you. Or if your mom's not around anymore, thank God for the mom that he gave you. King Lemuel's mom gave him instruction that he needed to rule rightly, to rule wisely. And these wise words of instruction, they come from a woman that is wise. And the rest of Proverbs 31 goes on to describe this wise woman. As we read uh, these things, remember that this was uh, written to a young man. So, it's describing the kind of wife that a young man should pursue. And it gives great instructions for what a wife and therefore a wise woman should do. So let's read this together. It's long. Uh, you can follow along with the handout or look on the screen. But we're going to read Proverbs thirty-one, ten through 31. Let's read it with me. An excellent wife Who can find? She is far more precious than jewels. The heart of her husband trusts in her and he will have no lack of gain. She does not, she does him good and not harm all the days of her life. She seeks wool and flax and works with willing hands. She is like the ships of the merchant. She brings her food from afar. She rises when it is yet night and provides food for her household and portions for her maidens. She considers a field and buys it. With the fruit of her hand, she plants a vineyard. She dresses herself with strength and makes her arms strong. She perceives that her merchandise is profitable. Her lamp does not go out at night. She puts her hands to the distaff and her hands hold the spindle. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. Strength and dignity are her clothing, and she laughs at the time to come. She opens her mouth with wisdom, and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. She looks well to the ways of her husband and does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. Her husband also, and he praises her, many women have done excellently. But you surpass them all. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. Wow. Anybody else tired after reading that and seeing all the things that the wise woman does? It is a lot. Proverbs 31 highlights the important role that God has given women in society and the family. Now, when I read all of this together, my head kind of gets scrambled and there's so many different things that it's describing and talking about that the wise woman do, does and she's praised for and it goes on and on and on that it's hard to keep it all straight. It's helpful to really understand the under underlying structure of this passage of Scripture. Proverbs 31, 10 through 31, is a poem. And it's an incredible poem for a couple different ways. One is that it's actually an acrostic. In the Hebrew language that it was originally written in, it just follows each uh, letter goes to the next Hebrew letter in the alphabet, in the next one. So each verse is following the Hebrew alphabet. It also uh, has a chiastic structure, which looks like this. You'll see it on the screen here. And this chiastic structure, uh, what it is, is the author is introducing a new quality or aspect of the wise woman, and it builds up to a point, and then he continues to communicate those same aspects, but in reverse order, going, Back down. And so, for example, you'll see in verse 10 that he's talking about the high value of a good wife, and then in verses 30 and 31, he's also talking about the high value of a good wife. So we're going to use this chiastic structure to help give us some points to talk through of what a wise woman is. And at the same time, we're going to have testimonies from people at CIV who are going to be able to honor their moms for how they have seen them live life like the wise woman is described. So I'm really looking forward to doing this with you all. So here here's the first point. A wise woman is of high value and should be praised. Specifically, a woman who fears the Lord should be praised. Proverbs 31:10 and then verses 30 and 31 say, an excellent wife who can find she is far more precious than jewels. Charm is deceitful and beauty is vain. Now the Hebrew word for vain here, it has this transitory meaning. And so it has this idea of but a breath. So other translations for this verse say, beauty is fleeting. And so the warning here and what it's talking about to the young man is find a beautiful wife, but that's not enough. Remember, that's fleeting. That's, that's transitory. What lasts forever is what's described next, which is, but a woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Give her of the fruit of her hands and let her works praise her in the gates. The woman who fears the Lord is to be praised. Take a listen to one of our CSM students, Ben Sprinkle, describe how he's seen his mom fear the Lord. One way I've
1: seen my mom fear the Lord is by example. It's a big priority in our family to read the Bible in the morning together. And when we read, she tries to help us find a practical application that we can do that day. One time when we were reading, it came out that we need to put the goals and interests of others above our own, so I can do that with my brothers, and that helps me to not just read, but to also do the Word. And she has showed an example of fearing the Lord to me by making this a priority and helping us to try to do this almost every single day of the week.
0: Fearing the Lord is taking God seriously enough to do what He says. Ben has seen his mom do that. She's lived that out in front of her kids, and now they are spurred on to do the same as well. Next we see that a wise woman benefits her household and they praise her proverbs thirty one eleven and twelve and then twenty eight and twenty nine says the heart of her husband trusts in her, and he will have no lack of gain. She does him good and not harm all the days of her life. Her children rise up and call her blessed. her husband also and he praises her many women have done excellently, but you surpass them." all. The wise woman goes, does good to her husband and her household. Her children rise up and call her blessed because they are blessed by her. Take a look at, one of the, at some of the ways that Tracy McClary was blessed by her mom.
2: One way that my mom blessed me as a child, and still does actually, is with her time. She always gave her time to me, cheerfully. My mom's not a complainer. And especially with activities, with friendships, and with work, just to name a few. Uh, She served as my Girl Scout troop leader when I was younger. And then in high school, I was in cheerleading and on the track team. She was at every game, every competition, every track meet, always perched on the bleachers with her perfect posture. I could always count on seeing her roughly in the same spot even. She made a point of knowing all of my friends at school and getting to know their moms, building relationships. And countless times, she drove me to Monterey Park so that I could spend time with uh, Jen Tang. And I had a few after school jobs in high school, but I didn't have a license. So one of those jobs was in Brea, and it was only about three to four hours in an office job. So the traffic and the timing was just far enough that it probably didn't make sense for her to come home. So I asked her recently, what does she do with her time while I was at work? And she couldn't remember. And I can't remember because she didn't make an issue of it. She just did it sacrificially. So uh, that's, that's what my mom does. She gives her time to people and she doesn't complain about it. She does it with
0: a cheerful heart. Tracy did a great job of explaining how moms put their kids first and helping them with their activities and spending time with them in conversation. And whatever it is, a mom is there to be there for their kids. And what a great thing for her to be able to rise up and call her mom blessed and how she was blessed by her mom as well. A wise woman is also a hard worker. Proverbs 13 through 19, they describe in detail how a wise woman is hard at work, making clothes and preparing meals, trading goods and waking up early and staying up late. And the companion verse to those seven verses summarizes it well. Proverbs 31:27 says, She looks well to the ways of her household and does not eat the bread of idleness. Listen to how Gina Lanthrop, my wife, saw her mom be a hard worker growing up.
3: My mom really blessed our family by being a hard worker. I remember um, growing up, seeing her work hard to take care of our family, working hard in the home, cooking, cleaning, Um, she enjoyed those things too. She did her work with a lot of joy. Um, I don't actually remember seeing her sit down to take a break the only memory I have of my mom sitting is actually when she would sit down to write out a lesson for our kids ministry or to have her quiet time. But that's about it. She really enjoyed being, um, up and doing things to help people, to take care of us. And, um, she really modeled doing it with joy. And so as I grew up, I got to see that work is actually something good and you can bless people with it. And it's something to enjoy. And, um, As God has allowed me to become a mom, I've been able to look to my mom's example and remember that. And um, he encouraged in my day-to-day life to um, follow that example of working hard and making it a joy um, for others um, the way my mom did.
0: Moms have a lot to do. And Gina can't remember a time where her mom was just sitting down. She was always doing something while she was sitting down. The wise woman is a hard worker and they are also generous to the poor and speak wisdom. Proverbs 31:20 and then verse 26 says she opens her hand to the poor and reaches out her hands to the needy. She opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is on her tongue. These two verses they kind of seem like they don't go together in some ways but what it's describing is how the wise treat people. They treat people rightly, regardless of what they can do for them. Fools only pay attention to people if they think they can get something from them. But the wise, they treat people rightly. And they actually look out for those who are needy and who are poor. And then they they, they use their words to speak wisdom and kindness. Listen to Josiah, another CSM student, describe how he has seen his mom be generous and speak wisdom. Proverbs 31 talks about a woman who is generous to the poor and
1: speaks with wisdom. And I have seen my mom do these things throughout my childhood, one of them being um, generous to some ladies in our church, whether that be going to clean the house or take some older high school women out for some treats. And when I was also a child, um, and I still am, is just um, speaking wisdom into my life. We've done devotions together, and if we have any questions, she's been right there for me to help. And whenever I'm anxious or stressed out, I've been able to go to her, and she just really speaks wisdom into my life and prays over me. And so I've been really blessed to just have a mom who loves me and is generous to the people around her and um, takes every opportunity to serve um,
0: everyone else. Moms have a lot of wisdom to share. It's fun to hear how Josiah is wanting to hear from his mom's wisdom. A wise woman also does not fear the world because she is prepared. Look at Proverbs 31, the first part of 21, the last part of 25. She is not afraid of snow for her household, and she laughs at the time to come. The example in Proverbs that it's giving here is that They're not scared of the time to come. They're not scared of the snow because her household is well clothed and prepared for the elements or whatever it is that is coming towards them. Take a look at how Hannah Lanting has seen her mom prepare for the day. Proverbs 31.21
4: talks about how a wise woman prepares herself for the day. And the way I see my mom do this in my household Is every morning I come downstairs and my mom is sitting on the couch and she has her Bible open. She's reading, she's meditating, she's memorizing the scripture. Um, And she takes the first 30, 45 minutes out of her day and spends it with Jesus. And with the amount of work that I know that she has to get done, um, that always comes second. Um, She takes the first part of her day and spends it with Jesus Christ. And that has been a huge impact on me, just like watching her um, taking that time away and just giving herself to God. Um, and that's just one of the ways that she's been a huge role model for my family
0: and me. Hannah does a great job of explaining how a wise woman, woman doesn't fear the world and what's coming at her because she has the perspective that comes from God and she's faithful to take care of her household so they're ready for what's to come. Another aspect of a wise woman is that she's clothed in dignity while her household is clothed well. Proverbs 31:21 and 25 it says for all her household are clothed in scarlet strength and dignity are her clothing. The wise woman is known as a strong woman and she is a woman of dignity and honor. Listen to how Brad Rosman's mom was clothed in dignity and made sure her kids had what they needed. I grew up most of my life with a single
1: mom and two older sisters. And as I look back on that time, one thing that stands out to me is how many things we were a part of. We, as a family, took part in athletics, sports. Uh, We took part in music and band competitions and concerts. Took part in theater. We also took part in academic uh, competitions. Anything that my sisters or I had a desire to be a part of, my mom made sure uh, that it happened. And it never stood out to me until recently what kind of a sacrifice that was for her time and money and energy. And the reason it never stood out to me before is because she never complained. Not a single time that I ever remember. I remember being on a, a way freshman basketball uh, games and my mom would sometimes be the only person on the visitor side uh, of the gym she would drive three or four hours to watch a freshman basketball game on a weeknight and she was even the team mom because usually she was the only mom that was there she really owned her role as wearing all the hats in the family as single moms have to do and she owned it really well Uh, Besides being at all those things, another major part of every one of those is the uniform. (laughs) There's a lot uh, of schedule and uniform to keep track of when it comes to sports and band and all of those other things. And my mom always made sure that we were on time, uh, that we were ready and prepared, had what we needed, and that we were dressed appropriately for that thing. And so a big shout out to all the single moms who get it done like my mom did. Happy Mother's Day.
0: Wise women are honored. Brad's mom was honored as the team mom because she was there. She was seen as a woman of strength and dignity. She made sure that her household was clothed with appropriately for whatever it is uh, that they were involved in. And a wise woman is also, they also have a lovely home and is industrious. Proverbs 31, 22, and 24 says, She makes her bed coverings for herself. Her clothing is fine linen and purple. She makes linen garments and sells them. She delivers sashes to the merchant. Listen to how Christie's mom made her house a lovely place to be.
4: When I think of Proverbs 31, I think of my mom. There are so many great women in my life, but my mom, my mom worked really hard. Um, she took care of my grandpa when um, he moved to the United States with us, and my dad died when I was eight. And so my mom was left caring for four kids and her dad, and her dad died the next year. And you know what? Proverbs 31 says so many amazing things about the way a woman should be. Um, But one of the things that I remember the most is that in spite of all her sadness, sorrow, and hardship, my mom kept a lovely home. She was so hard working. I remember decorating the house. I remember it having pink carpet in the 90s you know but my mom was such a hostess she cooked even when she was tired every night she came home and fed me it was a lonely home sometimes but my mom always said "Con Dios todo se puede. like god is always here with god we can do everything and so i'm so thankful that my mom created a home in spite of all her hardship that we could all grow up and be what we wanted to be and we always knew that god would be there for us And we always knew that there would be consequences. We always knew that where there was a will, there was a way. And at least I always knew that I was loved no matter what was going on. So my mom was hardworking. She had her own business. Um, She made things. I still have some of the things that she made Halloween costumes, tablecloths, curtains. I mean, she was amazing. My mom is alive. Hopefully, she's here to hear this. Mami, te quiero mucho. Um, moms, you're all amazing. Thanks for pouring into everyone in the community.
0: The wise woman makes a lovely house, and her household is blessed through it. Now, this last point that we're going to look at is the point of the chiastic structure, and it it kind of it just kind of makes you think: How does this fit? <laughs> because what it says is that a wise woman has a publicly respected husband. Proverbs 20, Proverbs thirty one, twenty three says, Her husband is known in the gates when he sits among the elders of the land. The point of this chiastic structure is that it points that the kind of wife that is needed for a man to be respected and successful in life is described in the, this poem. And remember, this was written to the young man. So this would be a huge motivation for them to want to be respected and successful in life. And so this is saying to be that kind of man, go find a wife that is excellent and and fears the Lord. It's describing what that looks like. It was really fun to hear about all the CIV moms and the Moms Connected uh, to CIV and how they have lived wisely in front of their kids. Moms, I hope you're encouraged by what you've heard today. Living wisely uh, in front of your kids—they're watching you, even when it doesn't feel like it. Happy Mother's Day to you all. Each week we have some next steps that we invite you to take in response to the message. And uh, here's some that you might want to take in response to the message today. My next step today is to pick a way that my mom has instructed me and thank her for it. The most valuable thing you can give your mom today is to honor her for the, a way that she's instructed you or a way that you've seen her act like a wise woman, which is the second next step, which is to honor my mom by highlighting a way that I have seen her act like a wise woman. Take some time. Honor your mom or thank God for what your mom has done in your life if she's no longer alive today. And the third next step might be to work on being a wise woman by filling in the blank. Maybe there's something that we talked about today and you think, oh, I, I want to work on that. Enjoy your day. Have a great Mother's Day. And then this week you can work on that. Would you pray with me? God, we thank you so much for the moms that you've given us. We thank you that they were there to take care of us and to point us towards you. And we just thank you so much, Lord, that we uh, can honor them today and that we can thank you for them as well. Pray, Lord, that you would help us to honor our moms today and, uh, do what is right before them and you. In Jesus' name, amen.